This episode is brought to you by MyXP. Head on over to myxp.church to see how MyXP can help your church strengthen its systems, communication, and management. Head on over to myxp.church. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Feller, uh, executive pastor ah, ah. at Redeemer Fellowship. You know why it's hard? Because they both start with E. That, exactly. Elder candidate, executive exactly. pastor. That, I think that's part of it. That's, that's all I didn't even notice it. I didn't even notice it last Neither time. Neither did I. No, the, Neither somebody did I. called it out. I was like, oh my Multiple gosh. people called it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, did Fofo get demoted? He demoted himself. Yeah. <laughs> didn't really work out. We tried it for a couple of weeks. It and just we were didn't like, work you know, out. You know what? Forget it. Oh, uh, man. Never forgetty. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what we're doing. I know. <laughs> Man, man, it's early morning. Mm. We're here at the cigar shop. Got here before they even opened because we roll that way. That's and, it. Um, got to have that up. breakfast cigar with coffee or oh, uh, with a Diet Coke this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got I got coffee. Oh, okay. There you go. From Dunkin' with cream and sugar. Yeah, Ooh, I'm about to say. Don't tell my wife. That she don't listen. So cream and sugar. Like, no, she doesn't. No, don't tell her. That's what I I'm saying. Don't I'm tell, not her. tell her. Okay. But let me take a photo of it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> man, I love I love being in here because we can smoke and uh, and nobody gets mad. Yeah, you know, because you're allowed to smoke here. Oh yeah, but I mean, people don't—they don't, don't want to vomit in their mouth. Yeah, whenever they just like get a whiff. That's of it. Stale exactly. Smoke. So I think yeah. this is this is, you know, I don't want to I don't want to cause stress for other people. You know, stress is uh, the leading cause of divorce and domestic violence. No, See, it's not. I just I'm, made that up. It's, it's not. <laughs> like, it sounds made up, but at the same time, <laughs> it could be. It could be. Yeah, like, I'm like, who am I to say? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, people do get stressed. Uh, yeah. you know, some people get stressed when they shouldn't get stressed. No. And then, uh, like, Pastor Brian. Oh, no, stop. And, what are you talking about? He what? does not get oh, stressed. Brian. Hey, Brian, I know you're listening. I mean, you're like three months late, but I know you're listening. Yeah, so in three months, you'll some, find out some, what we some, just said. Sometimes, some, just some, every once in a while, Brian. Mm. Every once in a while. Uh, there'll be a problem. It's a legit problem. Yeah, yeah, legit. Right. And your stress level should hit a two. It should yep. hit a two. Um, and then... Then you can just say, all right, here's what we're going to do to deal with it. But sometimes I feel like mm. it just gets nudged just up to a 10. Just just a nudge. Are you sure it's a 10 or do you mean 11? Well, I mean 10 hundred. Oh, is okay. that a thing? That I think it is a thing. Okay. For Brian, it is. I'm just teasing Brian. Not really. Um, so we're, we're, In three months, he's going to get you. Oh, is Brian's going to be so mad. <laughs> In three months, you're going to have a Thursday meeting hey, about this. Brian's <laughs> going to feel good. And then he's going to get stressed listening. And I'm like, Brian, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. All right. <laughs> but the thing is, like, Brian. Because Brian and you, yeah, yeah. you guys are like, you are wired in such a way that you are sensitive to problems. And I don't mean sensitive like your babies. I mean, you're sensitive to them. You can, you see them, yep. you diagnose them, yep. and then you rightly go, we got to deal with this now yeah. so it doesn't happen again. Exactly. Right. That's great. And so it can be perceived by somebody like me who so is completely who, who, insensitive. And flippant. Yes. Yeah, insensitive, flippant, and flippant, uh, laissez-faire. Yeah. Lazy. No uh, hair, don't care. <laughs> that's it. That's me. Procrastinator. Yeah, uh, yeah, and so uh, cold. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, no, we're I good. I think we got. I got the picture. I don't know what you're talking about. Just chill. So anyway, um, it can feel to us like you're on ten when you're not really on ten. Uh, we're just like, no. You uh, haven't even seen ten. No, I don't. No, I would cry. Oh, and listen, I haven't cried. Goodness, since you and Steve McCoy went and saw that movie without me. Oh. That was the last time I cried. When you went and saw A Quiet Place, 
Dude, that's my movie, okay? <laughs> that is my movie. That's a thriller. That's a horror thriller. What? You don't even go and see that stuff. No, I don't. And then you and Pat, it you always go fault. see those, those nerd it movies. It wasn't my fault. Oh, really? It wasn't. Really? Did you go? I went. Did he handcuff you? Did he have a gun to your head? <laughs> no. no. Oh, so it was an act of the will. Okay. My wife agreed to it. Oh, Okay. And, All right. Oh, she agreed to well, it. Listen, Patterson would say, "Stop listening to your wife." Okay. Oh. oh yeah. He would say that's not very nice. <laughs> that's what he would say. Okay. <laughs> Is Piper gonna be really mad at me for, uh, for you know, listening to my wife in this case? Uh, you can listen. Just don't, don't, don't learn. Don't that's, learn. The, that's the thing. <laughs> listen, but never learn from your wife. Always that's, listening, that, never learning. That's that is the <laughs> motto. Yeah, CBMW. <laughs> um, just kidding, guys. Just kidding. All right, sort of. So we're going to talk about stress. Yeah. Um, now, why? To. Now you you said, hey, let's talk about stress. We literally, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we sat, sat down. Sat, uh, you sat down. Joe, I, Joe had an idea. I said, I hey, said, why don't we talk about this? And you're yeah. like, that's a good one. And we can talk about. I this. don't think I said it was a good one. I just said no, no, no. I said let's talk about this that we're going to record next. And you're like, that's good. Oh, and, yeah, that's said, good. and then what about this one? And you're like, yeah. yeah. How about how about stress? This? Yeah. Now, think, why do you want to talk about? Are you stressed? Oh, I'm stressed, bro. I'm, I'm like in a continual state of stress. I've been in. Well, I mean, Joe knows more than anybody else, other than my wife, uh, because I love her more. That uh, I think stress has been ongoing for the last couple years, at no, least it's, two it's, years, but not steady. It seems it to have been. Flows. It seems to have been increasing. It incre- That's just it. it. Like it's always. There's always a simmer. It's always simmering there. The, the stress simmer. Yeah. It's always in the background. It's always there. I like you got a food analogy. Go ahead. It's oh, good. Th- it's thanks. Nice. Yes. That, that's. What, I thought that would be <laughs> helpful. For Everybody our listeners. understands simmering. That's right. That's good. And so, but then uh, at time it begins to get ramped up to a boil. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ooh, consistent metaphor. Yeah, that's I like it. This. You know. Good. And sometimes it, as it boils, it just kind of overflows. It just pops. The top I pops hate, off. I hate it. But my wife does that when she's boiling potatoes for mashed potatoes. She walks away. <laughs> she walks away. And then the water boils the water, over, yeah, yeah. and then it makes a mess. Okay, but you couldn't go turn it down or take the cover off to help. No, dude, I'm in the corner being complimentarian. That's what I do. Go. <laughs> so, so, anyways, yeah, um, I was just thinking, like, man. You know, uh, this last few days really just been kind of um, just praying and and reflecting and uh, reading and just thinking to myself, like, my gosh, like, got to deal with stress better. Right. Like, how do we deal with stress? How do I because um, it's 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 one of those things that's always going to pop up. Right. I mean, it's going to happen. So you can't avoid stress. No, no, you're not going to be able to until. Like the resurrection. Exactly. That's when, that's so and up like, until the moment, because even at death, you're like, oh, I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Finally <laughs> die. And you're like, like oh, <laughs> oh, this is great. I'm so glad I died. Yeah, dilly dilly. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so like, you know, it's just, uh, and, and that's it, because what I don't want, and this is not to say it has happened, but I feel like, uh, I think I've seen others that were stressed boils over and it impacts their family it right. impacts their relationships yeah uh, oh it I can change it can change their not just their attitude but their heart their heart their yeah. demeanor i think that's where for me i think my stress has kind of uh i've withdrawn and that's that's you know we could talk more about this i guess but um yeah let's talk more about you <laughs> no, i think no that makes you. me feel better yeah. i like that <laughs> oh, stop but i'm just saying you can withdraw and i think that's kind of that place that i that tension i withdraw I, from what i think from people Yep. I withdraw from people um, because, like, I want to be in that, like, that place, like, that solitude just for, like, some sense of quiet. Oh, wait. So you're saying stress will make you withdraw from people because you need to be alone to sort of decompress? Yes. Okay, well, that's not a bad thing. No, but I mean, like, but it can be when, you know, you've got kids and you've got a spouse and you've got others around you 
that there are they need you they need you right, right? right. there's relationship that that you have to cultivate and uh, and keep cultivating mm-hmm. um, and it's not fair to to your spouse or to your right. kids or to the others that you know for x number of months right like you're you're, you're unavailable you're unavailable yeah. right, right? right and so i do try and you know my wife has not said yet uh what the heck i just don't want to get to the point of no, what she, she has. says she oh, has. good. Just she's, to me. She's, she's like, talked to the, the elders about yeah, it. She's like, Jimmy is... Uh, and I praise God for that if I, that was true. No, for real. <laughs> I would praise God for that if that was I'm, true. I'm glad we're sitting down because, you know, um, mm. at least there's somebody here at the table that is stressed out and needs help. Mm. And so I'm here mm. to help you. Oh, I'm so right. glad, Joe, because so, you're not stressed. No, I don't get stressed. You don't get stressed. Nope. No. No, I just get angry. Oh, yeah. How's, how's mom doing? Who? How's your mom doing? I don't know. I don't care. No, come on. How, I don't. It? I don't know. I don't care. You, that's why I'm not stressed. No, stop it. I don't. I'm not How's stressed mom at all. Going? So here's How are the thing. things going at home, so Joe? We're, we're both. We're both really <laughs> stressed about different things, right? Um, you know, we both have family issues, um, and then of course there's ministry. Um, some of my family healthcare issues are are bigger healthcare issues than what Jimmy might be facing in his family. But Jimmy yep. is dealing with. Uh, you know, global corporation <laughs> issues yeah, that yeah. I can't even comprehend. And then he's got family issues as well. We both have family issues That's that are it. very significant. Like, oh, yeah. Genuine, like, we both, and like all of you guys, we have family issues. And it doesn't mean that they are, like, that there's something bad happening uh, no. in, in a moral sense. No. It might mean that, but it just means that there are significant problems that have to be addressed that are putting us in a position where we feel confused or ignorant or overwhelmed. Yeah. And so when these when we when we're stressed out whether it's ministry, a lot of pastors are stressed out in ministry. Everybody's stressed out. Yeah. It manifests itself in uh, in some bad ways. Obviously there's the physical problems, right? Sleeplessness, yeah. heart attack, there's all yeah. kinds of really nasty health problems. But there's also the, these more common ways in which when I'm stressed out, it tends to produce X, Y, and Z. Now, one of the things you said is, is it'll force you to look for times to get away, yeah. which can lead to a neglect of people or responsibilities. Right. Prolonged isolation. Right, prolonged isolation. One of the things that I think it does to me is um, I, I get um, – well, I mean I would just say I tend to get more angry more quickly. You know, I'm just – I tend to like – the same boat, It's yeah. like it, – like, and like lately – like I've seen some people that I know say some really stupid things, okay, online or in person, and not at our church. I, this is yeah, not yeah. at our church. Um, of course not. Our church is perfect and, and awesome. And I tell you what, I'm I'm less least stressed. I'm less stressed about the church than any other thing in my life because yeah, yeah. the church is so awesome. The church is doing so good until Brian puts me on blast for forgetting something. Yep. So on anyway, Slack. on Slack. <laughs> so I um so Who's, I oh never mind. Go I ahead. get I get angry um, more easily. Some people get depressed, yeah, right? They get really, really depressed. Yep. But then other people try to cope. Like oh, you yeah. mentioned, you mentioned like, okay, ice, prolonged isolation. What are some negative ways that people try to cope with stress? Well, I mean, I think there's, uh, um, I think one in particular I think would be addiction, right? I mean, let's just look at uh, just alcohol consumption, Yep. Uh, cigars. I mean, just like, because they, they can become that coping, like that yeah. which you look to for for a sense of peace. So a glass of bourbon? A glass of Good bourbon, thing. fine. A, a cigar? Bottle of bourbon. Bottle of bourbon shared <laughs> between bottle. like a few brothers, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, over but, the course but, of a couple nights is okay. A couple nights, yeah, yeah. But if you get it all done in one night you, and you're done the majority of it, you in trouble. You in trouble. Yeah. So it's like anything, any, any, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Like drunkenness is a bad thing, but you know, bourbon mm. is not. Cigars are a glorious thing. Yep. But if you know, you, you go to them and you're relying on them as a, as, as a means of coping instead of 
allowing, allowing them to find a proper place in your life for balance. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. there's an Overeating, issue. binge. I mean, I, I'm yep. binge watching. Binge watching TV. Yeah, people will escape. Yeah. Yep. Escape in that way. I mean. Oh, you know what I like to do? I like to binge eat, binge smoke, and binge watch Netflix. That's how I cope with my stress. That's how you cope yeah, with the trifecta. Stress. The trifecta <laughs> in, your, in your garage. <laughs> nope. Back porch now. Back porch now. Oh, it's nice out. You're right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we it, it, these are these are good things. They're things that you can do. Uh, and like you said, they're not necessarily evil, but when it, it's when you're looking towards it for your sense of, of right. comfort and peace, I think that's Everybody, where the issue becomes. So, like, you know, you and I travel quite a bit, yep. right? Um, and we meet a lot of people in different vocations in different areas of the country or the world. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Everybody seems to be stressed out. <laughs> everybody's That's it. Stressed, to varying stressed. degrees. Exactly. But everybody's stressed out. So if the reality is that everybody is stressing out about something or about some things, um, what are some spiritual and yep. what are some okay. practical, tangible ways that we can health, healthily deal with the stress in our lives? Yeah. I mean, I think um, spiritually, you know, we'll, we'll go that route first. Uh, I mean, getting the word. Mm-hmm. I mean, spending time in the word of God is, is crucial. Why? Because I, well, one, that's, that's the truth. It's the word of God. There's comfort there. There's, there's instruction there, uh, that that is the means that the spirit of God uses to, to change the heart of man, right? That and to you soften said, the heart. You said there's truth in there. Why does truth, why is truth important to us in the midst of our stress? Because in the midst of my stress, I'm, I'm believing the lies of others right. and my own lies. Yeah. Right. I'm believing the lies, of the culture around me and the own lies in my own heart. You know, when I get stressed, I begin to at least personally, I begin to believe, uh, wait a second, other people have done this to me. Mm-hmm. I, how dare they do this to me? Mm-hmm. Or I begin to believe I'm, I'm, I'm in this on my, I can only do this in my own power, in my own strength. I can't trust anybody. Forget everybody else. I'm going to hunker down and get this done. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'll say, no one else understands. No one gets the stress or the pressures of, of of what I'm going through right now. So I think by looking to the Word of God and, and reading the Word of God, um, that that God's grace and mercy and yeah. truth is is there. You know, one of the things that my wife told me, and it's been one of the most profound statements that she's ever made. She's makes she makes them all the time, but boy, this one stuck with me. Um, and it's on this issue of stress. And for her, she would use the word worry, right? Yeah, she needs yeah. to worry about things. I think it's the same thing. Um, and this is where truth comes in. Yep. She says uh, she loves to go to Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, lovely, commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Yep. And what she says is, um, this combats worry and stress, stress in the sense that we are focusing on, sometimes we're focusing on what's, what, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's probably on what might happen, what yeah. could happen, but it's future, a lot, of, a lot of it, not all of it, a lot of it's future-oriented. And she says, if you are focused on potential outcomes, if you are worried and stressed out about what isn't real, what isn't true, but what might be true someday, mm-hmm. you are not obeying this verse. Absolutely. You're supposed to focus on what is true. And not only is that, does that mean like, well, don't obsess about what might happen, fo- focus about what is. That's and right. what is, is God, his rule, his reign, his promises. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was really helpful for me looking at uh, Philippians 4. So we've got the word of God that we need. Obviously, we're going to say the word and we're going to say prayer. Yeah. Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known uh, to God and what? 
like that, that peace of God that's right. that surpasses it's all understanding. It's going to guard your heart and your mind. So now prayer is most effective for us when it is uh, organically connected to the scriptures. Correct. Like, I mean, if, if pray you, that Bible. Right. you got to pray the word. Uh, pick up Don Whitney's book. We'll have that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you've got to pray the word. you got to pray through the word, not in the name it and claim it worldly sense of gospel, mm-hmm. uh, of the pro- prosperity gospel, yeah. but in the sense of uh, naming and claiming the true promises right. of God, which relate to his character right. and his work in our lives. So when you're praying, the Puritans used to say, and I think it was Manton who said, when we are praying, we are preaching to ourselves. Because uh, we're not we're not trying to inform God of something that He needs to know. That's right. Uh, we're pouring out our hearts to Him, asking for grace, and in doing so, we are reminding ourselves of who He really is. That's right. And so, when God uses, if God uses His word to sanctify us, to sanctify us, um, prayer brings the word and an appeal for that grace together in such a way that it really does bear fruit. Though, Absolutely. Though, when we're stressed out, it doesn't mean that you know you and I are going to pray this morning and the stress is going to go away. No, 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 no. Why no. not? Because uh, I still got the day to go. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, why, why are you stressing? You just prayed. Stop. Stop that. Stop that. Just stop, stop stressing. that. Yeah. Because you still have stuff coming at you. You just—it's a yeah. continual process of praying and praying well, and why praying. Pray? It says you would guard your heart, and your mind. Oh, you just pray once. Yeah, one, one and done. One why and not? Done? Why, not? why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. What? Hey, oh, you just Uh-oh. getting stressed out? Yeah, I know. Are you getting a text? By, is that Barnabas Piper? No, it's not. It's okay, not. it looks like Barnabas Piper. From no, it's not. Down. It's not that. It looks it's like Barnabas. Somebody else. Is that Ed Sheeran? No, stop. Who's don't, that? Don't worry about I it. I don't know. I don't need you to know. It's like a celebrity. Don't Why worry are you about it. Celebrities like Barnabas Piper. Don't stop it. Okay, stop it. I don't want people knowing. I think. I think part of it is like, yeah, it is. It is a constant reality. And what we're doing when God is guarding our heart and our minds yeah. is protecting us from despairing and losing hope. He doesn't mean that he's going to eliminate all stressors in our lives. No, no, no. He can calm our worry. Yep. And he can give us strength to deal with the stress. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, he, I, God, I, and I've experienced this, and I see it in Scripture, where God will allow us yeah. to go through prolonged periods of affliction and suffering so that we will learn to depend on him uh, and obey so, him. So, yeah, it's a teaching. It's a, yeah. it's a type of instruction yeah. that comes about. So it's for your right. sanctification. Mm-hmm. And so the th- two things here, Joe, we talked about. We talk about the Word. We talk about prayer. And, I mean, these are oftentimes done in isolation. And I know for me, me and Jesus, yeah, just me you and, and G- yeah, that's all I need. Right. Right. Uh, but I do think there's a third aspect that, yep. that we need to hit. I know what you're going to say. Community. Oh, what do you think I was going to say? YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Yes. Community. Go. Com- yeah. Community. I mean, you need other brothers and sisters around you um, and you need to be sharing your heart with yep. your other brothers and sisters, your yep. stresses. You need to be honest and open. I mean, uh, do not neglect uh, uh, meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's where I think for me isolation really hits is when I start to get stressed, I, I begin to believe the lie that I don't have time for these things. Yeah, I don't have time. Those people. Those people. <laughs> yeah, where like, I don't have time for community. I don't have time uh, to serve. Or I don't have time to worship. Or I don't have time for community group or discipleship group or, or whatever other groups yeah. that we're talking about. And so, you know, I think it's really important that we press in there, that we press in and let other people know these, these these are the things that are going on. I mean, you start with your spouse, and then you keep going. Yeah. You keep going with those these people that uh, you've covenanted together to to grow with. People who know you, who care about you, who could speak into your life, yeah. who, can, who can pinpoint the, that maybe that sin area in your life that mm-hmm. that that's starting to rise up. In even the if they even if they can't speak in with like specificity, no, yeah. Hearing what God is doing in their life, 
like seeing God's grace in their life, and then their general demeanor of Christian kindness, compassion, and love toward Absolutely. you does a lot, right? Oh yeah, I mentioned it. I mentioned it. I think uh, in a like last podcast or something, but last week, CG going to community group, mm-hmm. and I was in a funk. I was down. Uh, I don't want to say I was depressed, but I was feeling down. Like you were feeling the, down. You know, yeah, I was just stressed out, down, and I didn't want to go because I was just like, oh, I just. I want to isolate myself and just do nothing, right? Uh, That's why yeah. a lot of people that get depressed sleep, right? They'll just go to sleep. Yeah. But I went, right? Um, and because I'm a professional Christian, I get paid to be a Christian uh, as a pastor. <laughs> so I went, but I was so I was so glad that I did because I was greatly encouraged. And I was able to say, I was able to tell everybody, man, I'm in a funk, uh, but I'm glad I'm here because I love you guys and you guys love me. And it was Man, it was medicine, you know, and that's what it is. It's like community is oftentimes more so than scripture and prayer. I think community is a lot like medicine in that maybe you're in a place where you don't like the taste of community, like medicine. Yeah, like, yeah. Ugh, uh, you know, I'm tired. I don't have time. I got all the stuff I got to do, and I got to carve time out to go and do this. So the medicine might not taste very good going down, but um, it does heal you. It is a means that God uses to strengthen us, and you yeah. you will reap the reward after that. So if these are some of the biblical things that we can do, what are some practical things? Well, I mean, <clears throat> one of the practical things you can do, I think especially as a church with a with a lead pastor, you guys are a startup you know, church. Or maybe maybe you've been around for a long time, exactly. and you're trying to like, go into new areas. The stress level there is high. How are you going to do it? You know what? You Get a hold of my XP. Oh, that's you right. You head on over to myxp.church right. and Tyler will hook you up. Especially if, let's say, you've got a, a new uh, XP and you want to get them trained up, but you don't know what you're doing. If you're Joe, you don't know what uh, you're doing. Your XP probably doesn't know what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. And so you get a hold of my XP and Tyler, they'll, they'll have uh, XP coaching. They offer XP coaching where they will help walk your new XP kind of through a process, almost like a training process. Yeah. Uh, and they'll offer this coaching that they can uh, help, like as an experienced XP, bring about kind of some more systems, yeah. management, communication, first steps, next steps, yep. to, to kind of Two move. Two-step. Three-step. Is, is that what you want I, to do? I don't know. Yeah, the Something like that. Jazz square. Mm-hmm. That, square. That's a step. Square Sal- dance. Salsa. <laughs> that's the one you know? Well, that's the one you know. <laughs> so, I mean, you want to head over to myxp.church and uh, go ahead and, and sign up for that initial consultation. If you sign up, uh, between now and August, uh, and you mentioned that Doctor Devotion sent you, you'll save thirty percent. Now it's off your first month. It's what's great is is they'll coach your current XP. But if like most churches, you don't have an XP, yeah, they will be your XP for yeah, you. They'll be your XP virtual for XP you. distance. But uh, we, we we highly highly recommend them. Yeah. Falls around the corner. You got the the kickoff. Yeah, you, you need it. You, you need absolutely it you need, need this. You need to get on this now to start setting up and preparing. In fact, so here's what I would say. Here's what I would kickoff. say. We love Lagos. How much do we love Lagos? A lot. Use it every day. Yep. We love Lagos. If right now you were deciding on, I'm going to either purchase Lagos or do my XP for the next so many months, I would say do my XP. Uh, you know, you got your, you've got the word, you've got your tools, yep. but if you have to prioritize one over the other right now, leading into fall, yep. I don't think there's a question. Yeah. You go my XP. That's right. Get uh, Lagos after you get the my XP thing settled. So, Joe, I mean, we talked about like we we talked about the spiritual aspects of it, right? What are some of those those practical things? I think one is is find individuals that like, again community. I want to kind of yeah, put the practical touch on that that's concept it. of community. You need to find that group of people, though that individual, that discipleship group, that smaller group, or maybe a larger group. Uh, actually, smaller groups. Let's focus on the smaller group 
where you are completely open and honest of what's going on in your life and the stress that's that's going on in your heart, mm-hmm. the heart issues that are rising up, um, and be brutally honest. And you, they might tell you, hey, man, you're kind of being a baby. And I would say a lot of the time we are. Yeah. Sometimes we just need to be told, suck it up, man. That's life. That's it. Just this is, no temptation it. has taken you, but such as it's common to man. Yeah. And you're making a big deal out of this. Here's your recourse. Here's where you that's go. That's it. What's, what I like about this, though, is you have to be honest – they have to be honest, but you have to know each other so well so that when you aren't being honest, they got oh, you your number. Tell. Yeah, oh, they yeah. know. They oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. what's going on? What's going on, man? They, they can see no, it I'm, and they I'm dial doing okay. in. Okay, no, yeah. well, really? Because like, I feel like mm. you know, I feel like there's something there. There's something going on mm-hmm. there. And you know what though? That's just I mean, this is the beauty of the Jofo. There's been times Joe said that to me. We'll sit there and we'll say it to each other. Yeah, yeah. He'll be like, "Hey man, how's it going?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going good." He's like, eh, "I feel like something's there." You know what's there? That piece of lint on your shirt. It's no, driving it me crazy. It's, it's driving stay. me crazy. It's been there the whole time. Oh, my gosh. Now, I just put it in his beard. Yeah. You're just for you. Oh, my gosh. Just for you. I'm right so there. stressed out. <laughs> All right. So you have to intentionally develop gospel community, Christian right. friendships that are going to help you with this. That's right. Really good. I think a second thing is <clears throat> uh, you got to be disciplined. Yes. You got to be disciplined and prioritize. Uh, well, let's start with discipline. Discipline is you need to know here's the start. Here's my start and end time. Here's when I'm working. Here's when I'm going to handle these these things. Yep. And balanced, healthy schedule. That's it. Get that scheduled in order uh, so that you can uh, uh, make sure that's in place. You know, because so yeah, you you schedule that time and you say, here's when I'm. I, I, this is probably where I fall back to. This is my happy place. My happy place is scheduling. Uh, where I say, okay, this is this is what I'm reading. This is what I'm praying. This is what I'm working. This is when I'm spending time with the family. This is when I'm recording. This is when I'm supposed to be doing the uh, the audio adjustments. Uh, and sometimes I fail at that. Oftentimes I I fail at that. This is when I'm um, taking care of schedule some everything. Business. I schedule, schedule everything. every single every, thing. Every this is when I'm doing the emails. This is when I'm not doing the emails. Like everything is scheduled for me. And that's I need that. I need that. Otherwise, I run around with my like, like a chicken with his head cut off, not knowing what to do, not knowing what I'm supposed to do. And one of the things I I, I always say to uh, people within at, at our organization, my business, is just because it's a, just because it's a uh, a rush for you doesn't mean it's a rush for me. Right. If I'm working on something, just because you walk into my office doesn't mean I'm going to stop everything I'm doing to take care of what right. you're saying. Because, secondly, prioritize. Yeah. You need to prioritize what needs to get done now and first and what can wait till later. Yep. And so I'm constantly reprioritizing everything when it comes to my, my work, uh, but my schedule remains the same, and my prioritization of my family once work is done yeah. always remains. And so that's that, to me, is really important, as, as being disciplined, prioritizing, and then Scheduling, uh, scheduling, but I, I think I want to go an, another step. Well, hang is, on before you before ahead. you get to that, uh, Mister Sir Talk a lot. Um, <laughs> this is like uh, we I, finally got in, we finally got an episode that I'm good at. No, stress. you're really you're really good at. It. <laughs> but I just wanted to put a, 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 a an application point on something that you said on the schedule thing because I, I don't want people to miss how important it is. Just because you aren't like Jimmy, you're like me, um, and you're not a schedule guy. If you don't schedule these things and prioritize these things, just like Jimmy said, there are two dangers. One is you're going to do too much. Yep. And if you're part of the reason some of you are stressed out is you're doing way too much. Oh yeah. And and you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to uh, going to hurt people around you. But also, if you're not scheduled, some of you you're stressed out because you're doing too little. You're ineffective, right? And so you're, you're you either you're going to you're going to lean towards not getting things done. Yeah. 
and, and stressed out because things aren't getting done or you're going to try and do too much and you're burning out. That's the importance of the schedule. Go. Yeah. Um, I would also then say uh, celebrate those, those small victories, right? Yeah. Like I, I, I know it sounds really weird, and I, I, but I'll do it every time it happens. Anytime I get to inbox zero, I'm posting that. I'm posting inbox zero. So annoying. I, I'm like, I'm so, so I proud. Hate it when you, I hate it when I'm you post so inbox proud. zero. I'm so happy that I finally got to this point. Pride comes before a fall, Jimmy. Yeah, and then I get hit again the next day. Yeah. With That's the, what I like. That's my favorite <laughs> that, part. That, that's when your you, favorite yeah, part? You, you celebrate the win. I celebrate the loss. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, celebrate. Celebrate those, uh, those, those victories. Can, can I celebrate my victory right now? Oh, uh, here's your victory. Okay. What's your victory? So, if, uh, if I open up my email... Oh, are we going right, to talk about right the Doc now. and Devo one? The one that stresses me the most? Oh, I don't know. If uh, No, no, I wasn't going to go there. So if I go to my my church email here. <laughs> oh, gosh, here it goes. How many, uh, how many emails you got there, Joe? Unopened? Let's go. You know what? Let's just do unopened. 858, which is pretty good for me. Okay, how many is in your inbox? Uh, no, just tell me. I, I'm not sure. It's I'm, over 1,000, isn't it? I'm on my app. It doesn't really say. It just says over 99. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is oh, you know what does stress me, is is because Joe and I share an email account, and that account stresses me oh, so that's much. How, that's so that's, I love that account. What that that account is magic because oh it builds up and builds up, and Joe I'm like, like I'm like let me let me let me explain it how it works. It's a magic email account. It's a D and D email account, and it, we get all these messages, all these invoices, we get all this stuff, and I'm like, man, look at that mess. And then all of a sudden, it's clear. <laughs> it's inbox zero, and I'm like, it's magic. It's an email miracle. I love that. I love that email. How does it do that? Is that a, is that an app? Because I go through and I process them, oh, which you should be doing every step oh, of the way. Oh, I love that you, you do, that. do that. Thank you, you man. Hey, thank you. Thank you, bro. Every I appreciate you. And speaking of email, speaking of email, when we talk about being disciplined, find those times that you do emails and when you don't. If you're not going to handle an email, like I set aside time and I say for these few hours during the day, and, and I have a schedule at different times. I'm looking at email and I'm handling email. That's smart, actually. Joe, Joe will look at an email as soon as it comes and then ignore it and forget about it. Yeah. Don't be yeah. Joe. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Because, it, because here's what I think. Oh, I think gosh, in my mind, like I, I ain't got time to respond to it now. So then don't look at it. No, no, no. Just figure out your administrative time. But I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to affirm you. I know. Right, well, let me affirm you. I don't affirm. be don't be dumping on me, Tijuana Smalls. Why are you being all <laughs> Why are you being all aggro? I just brined you. <laughs> so, like, I'll look at it and go, Oh, I ain't got time for that. Oftentimes, I'll mark it as unread if it's in the D&D thing. I usually do that. But I'll, I'll look at it and go, oh, I don't have time for it right now. I'll do it later. But later for me is not scheduled, so it never yeah. happens. Whereas for you, if you say, I'll do it later, there is a specific time when yes. you know that you're going to get to it. Exactly. I need to do that. So, so anyways, that's just my thing. But celebrate those victories. Um, yeah, celebrate those victories. And I think, uh, practically speaking now, from a, a pastoral level, I, I want to speak now to those in ministry. Right. Um, you should have a greater appreciation for your people when it comes to stress. Uh, you should have a greater appreciation for them. You know, for I understand uh, from a shepherding level, there's a lot of stress that's put on pastors. There's a lot of stress that we carry and that we hold and that we walk people through uh, uh, difficult times. But I think sometimes it's easy. I've seen it with some pastors. I haven't seen it here. Um, but I've seen it with some pastors where there's this idea that uh, look at all this stuff that I'm doing and this guy can't show up to a meeting. Right. Right. I think you need to have a greater appreciation for your people that, yes, 
you get to, you know, you do 40 to 50 hours a week and you get to focus on the church. Your, your members are doing 40 to 50 hours at their job and putting in other 10 hours at the church. Right. You need to appreciate the work that they're putting in and the sacrifice yeah. and the service. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm trying to get to is that when someone misses a meeting, when someone's unavailable for an event, let's not the first response be, they're just not committed. Yeah, you, you don't compare them to yourself. Yes. And you assume the best. That's it. Now you have to follow up maybe and yeah, see what's going on. Just, that, that's just good pastoral right. care. And it's, and it's not just that. It, it's what you're saying, right, um, especially for pastors, but for everybody. Just because you can handle, uh, like, let's if, if if workload and stress is a ten for you, mm-hmm. and ten is the most, yeah, yeah. Not everybody can handle that. No, everybody like uh, Driscoll used to say. Yes, he said some good things. Mm-hmm. Driscoll used to say, every, get, "Yeah, get on the bus or under it." Yes. Yeah. Well, he said that. <laughs> he said some really hateful, awful, misogynistic things about women in garages. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go into that. No. Nope. But one of the things he said that was good, he probably stole it from somebody, is that um, everybody has a plate. And your job is to fill up your plate with life and yep. responsibilities. Yep. Uh, but everybody has different size plates. So some guys like you and Brian, and this is not an excuse for anybody to not do what they're supposed to do, but for some guys like you and Brian, high capacity. Yeah. Like rid- redonkulous high capacity. You're saying we have a big plate? Big plate. Oh, because we're larger Platter. men? Platter. Platter. Because we're large men? Dude, let's just call it Golden Corral, okay? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You guys have golden corral. No, I'm saying like you guys have the capacity to do more than I think the average person, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're very, very um, highly competent. and But other people uh, can't get as much done. They're just no. made and wired differently. But it's still their responsibility to fill their plate. So just because somebody can't do as much as you doesn't mean that they aren't doing everything that they can. Yeah, celebrate that. They're serving in the capacity that they're You are into serving. celebrating. Look at you. You're like getting all – where's your tambourine? You're getting all charismatic. Oh. <laughs> Because, you know, that that's part of stress is I want to celebrate things. I want to, you know, I want to, because, yeah, I'm always depressed when it comes down to it. So, so yeah, I just want to encourage those in ministry to to uh, be thankful. Just be thankful. You know, when you see that stress coming on other people, let's not add to that stress, that right. feeling of, oh, not only have I failed at work, I'm failing the ministry. Yeah. Like, I'm failing at the church. Pastors don't think I'm doing enough. Right. You know? Um, I'm not a good Christian. I mean, I, that I've heard from people. Yeah. I've heard that from people like this feeling, even though we don't add to that, we don't say that to anybody. Um, and we, we certainly don't at all intentionally mean to convey that. But some people, you know, they feel like that. They feel like that. They, they feel inadequate. And so don't add to that. Yeah. Um, by, by forcing them, forcing down their throats, these rules and regulations and expectations uh, when their capacity is, is at a max already. Right. And I think it relates to the scheduling issue. Well, it certainly does. Um, but I know experientially and from talking to people that have counseled me and, and helping other people that for those people that are dealing with a lot of stress, um, within your schedule, you need to find room for uh, this release. Like, uh, for example, uh, those of us who sit at a desk all day long or yeah. in a cigar lounge or wherever um, – a really helpful thing to do is to engage in uh, uh, physical exercise to the point of exhaustion um, because you're not using your body. You're not yeah. – you're using your brain. You're using your skills. And and like running or lifting weights or whatever you like to do. Cooking. No, that does not count. No, no, that no, counts. No, it does not count. Yeah, you can- physical exertion. I'm not, I'll get to cooking and that stuff cooking later. Cooking is good. Okay, but that's not what I'm talking about. Physical exertion. Mm. Um 
is really good because uh, it not only are there endorphins and all these things physically that go on, but you are spent. And at that point, uh, there is, and I just know from the past, not from what I'm doing now, that uh, there was, I mean, it just bled the stress out of me whenever I would do that. But on the other hand, so if, if, you, um, if you aren't doing, if you, if you have a more physical job, um, then you need time to like not, not be physically active, do something else, something that will engage your brain or your mind. Um, and of course we need all of these things like yeah, cooking, yeah. uh, like for Jimmy, he's talked about that in the past, in the past, he loves cooking because not only is he, is he good at it and he gets to make something that everybody else is going to enjoy, but it's the ability to start and finish a project, uh, in one sitting, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like, wow, I've actually, I've accomplished this thing. Yep. So I, I, I love that idea, but whether it is you, physical exertion is one really important thing for people, uh, to, uh, put into their lives. I need to. I'm just not speaking hypocritically here. I'm saying like I need to do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, you also need margin to rest, and that might be sitting with your wife and watching a TV show. It might be, yeah. Um, you know, playing, uh, doing a puzzle with board the kids. game with the kids, yep. or it might be cooking a meal for the family. Like that's. I think that's that's really really good. And with that, I would say one of the great relievers of stress in my life, on a in a worldly sense, is laughter. Yeah. Man, if 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 I can and. That's why Jimmy and I laugh so much because we're so stressed. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the release valve psh, 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 blowing yep. off all, all the steam. Um, laughter is uh, is a healing like to my heart mm-hmm. oftentimes. So, you know, that definitely is something that I, I think about. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I think finally, Joe, you know, just for the married couples, uh, I do want to encourage uh, spouses that are working and spouses that are staying home. Uh, the ones that are that are out in the marketplace, the men. Those that are out in the marketplace. Yeah, the husbands. Those that are out working. Head of the household. Go Stop ahead. Stop it. Uh, oh, wait. Not just them? Not, oh, no, okay, because there, are some, there yeah. are some ladies that... that There's a couple. Outliers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for the, for the people that are out in the workforce. Yes. yes, men and women. Make sure you know that when you're coming home, even though that you need to de-stress, mm-hmm. so does your spouse. Mm-hmm. Your spouse needs to de-stress too. And so find those times. I mean, like for me, scheduling those times. Make sure you're sensitive to those times. Um, that you are are helping in that regard because for us, yeah, we have a nine to five. For others, it's all day or a or a, or a six to six, more likely for some people. Jimmy, it might be a six to seven. It might be, it might be a six to seven. Sometimes <laughs> Actually, it might be about five thirty. Five thirty to ten. Five thirty to seven. <laughs> but because uh, you know, I still got the European stuff, so I got to get up early because the time zones. Um, but yeah, Frenchies. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just make sure like that you're you're spending time, mm-hmm. that you're you're helping them de-stress, uh, that you guys are talking these things through, that you're able to uh, to communicate and and uh, and spend time together, whether that's you know uh, cooking, doing board games, or or Netflix <laughs> and chill. Yeah, that'll work. Nice, nice. <laughs> and, and let me let me also add in general, like here's here's a, here's a principle. It's one of my favorite verses. Uh, in Proverbs, and it's it's meant the world to me. Um, and, and so what Jimmy what Jimmy's saying here in part is, you you're not just dealing with your stress. As a member of your family and as a member of the church, you have to you have to deal with other people's stress, and you want to help them. You want to bless them. Yeah. And uh, Proverbs twelve twenty five says, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Yeah. And so I know that you know anxiety weighs you down. You feel burdened. You feel tired. You feel cold. You feel angry. Whatever it is. But there is something that we can do that will cheer the heart, and that is a good word. Now, a good word isn't a pat on the back and flattery, right? Yeah. 
a good word is a word from the Lord. Like, and what I mean by that is scripture, not your imagination. My um, fresh revelation. Yeah, we don't mean that. Uh, 1689, bro. Um, so a, a good word, a word of encouragement, exhortation, an expression of love, that changes a person's perspective potentially, uh, lets them know that they're loved and cared for, and it is a means that God uses to, uh, to I mean, not to sound too uh, technical and theological, but it'll turn that frown mm. upside, upside down. down. That's really good. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. Please let us know what are some ways that uh, you de-stress. What are some ways that that what is some encouragement for those that are stressed? Uh, and and what are some ways that we can be more efficient uh, in our day to day and to avoid stress? So Favorite stress relievers. Yep. Share that on uh, hashtag. Doc and Devo, just hashtag Doc and yep. Devo, your favorite stress That's relievers. Good. Yeah. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday, blog posts on Wednesdays. Uh, Joe, I would actually love if you prayed for me. You know, I got a stressful couple days. I got some meetings I got to fly so, to. Okay, my prayer is going to be stop. Lord, help Jimmy stop yeah. being a baby. But why don't you also pray for our listeners, those right. that might be stressed uh, going through stressful times. All right, let's do it. We're going to pray. We'll, yeah, we'll, you're we'll going to close pray. on that. You're right. going to pray. Well, yeah. we're going to pray. I'll yeah. pray out loud. No, you're we're gonna praying pray together. But I'm going yeah, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna, in spirit, yeah. Okay, all right. Is this when you're going to interrupt me and start no. praying over no, me? No, no, no. Because Jimmy does this. I don't know. Jimmy, at the staff meeting, Jimmy <laughs> like, hey, Joe, uh, who's going to pray? I'm like, I'll pray. And then I was like, all right, go ahead and pray. And I, I'll breathe in like, like I'm getting ready to pray. And then Jimmy will start praying. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that prayer. I'm going to shop lift that prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. All right, let's pray. God, we do, uh, we marvel at your love for us and your sovereign care for us. And we're aware that um, the lives that we have are given to us by you, even the details of every day, the responsibilities and the burdens, uh, the work. Uh, the responsibilities. You've given us all of these things, Lord, and you've given them to us to glorify you and to enjoy you, um, to enjoy your good gifts and to be a blessing to others. So, God, we're asking that uh, your grace would come into our lives in such a way that we do not despair or grow hard in our hearts or cold in our spirits, but that we would depend on you as we work hard according to the power that you supply Lord, that we would be um, faithful and efficient in what we do. Lord, that we would be uh, disciplined, that we would invite other people into our lives so that we aren't bearing these burdens alone. And specifically, God, I want to pray for Jimmy. Um, he's traveling. He is working hard in the church and, and, and for the company. God, I do ask that um, you would supply him with more than enough grace to, um, to be effective, to represent you well, uh, to be successful. And God, I pray that um, that as he labors to love his wife and his kids and to be present, Lord, that they would that they would see Jesus in him. And I, we pray for our listeners, uh, for everyone. God, everyone has a great deal of responsibility in their lives. If we are ignoring those responsibilities, God, we ask that you would convict us and lead us into repentance. And if we are trying to do too much, through a lack of discipline and, and 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 thoughtful investment in the responsibilities that you've given us, if we're trying to do too much, Lord, convict us of that, so that we'll pull back, and be more balanced, um, so that we can be more effective and faithful in what you call us to do. Lord, simply, um, we're asking that you would, in one sense, guard our hearts and our minds as we seek your help in our lives, wherever that wherever we're at, for the glory of Jesus and for the good of your people. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Amen.